0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the first book of Shmuel, that's Shmuel Aleph, with 15C, the third and final installment on this monumentally important chapter in Tanakh. Uh, one of the most basic foundational chapters of Tanakh in terms of the purpose Of the kingdom of Israel and the purpose of the people of Israel and the special uniqueness of this new religion that is being born um, and being established with this monarchy. So um, we had just uh, read uh, where Shmuel informed Shaul of his mistake, of his terrible error in not listening to God's commands and not doing as he was told and, and Shaul was begging Shmuel, he was begging him to forgive him, begging him to give him another chance. And Shmuel said no. Shmuel said no, and we had just studied the uh, symbolism of what happened when Shaul grasped Shmuel's cloak and it tore off a piece of his cloak. Um, and then Shmuel uh, mentioned that, that it told him the symbolism of God has torn you a- away, that's it. And then Shmuel continues to speak and says, "Vegam Netzach Israel, the Netzach Israel, the one who is forever in Israel. This is a, a, a Israel's eternal something. It doesn't say specify. Presumably, the one who is eternal to the people of Israel, the God who is eternally the people of Israel's lo shaker, He does not lie, v'lo yinochem, and he does not change his mind, yinochem. Now this is fascinating." Because literally several verses ago, right, God appeared to Shmuel, and this is in, in this the same very same chapter, um uh, God says to Shmuel the following words this is verse ten and eleven in this very chapter the word of God to Shmuel is as follows the same word, I have changed my mind. I regret Kihimlachti et that I made Sha'ol the king. And now he's saying, And God does not change his mind. He does not waver in his decisions. He is not a human being to change his mind. So what's going on? Does God change his mind or not? Does he regret his decisions or not? And the simple and obvious answer to this question is that God does not change his mind when it comes to the basic principle, the reason, the idea, the purpose of what he's trying to do here and accomplish, which is to teach people that what he wants is obedience. He does not want sacrifices. What he wants is people to listen and live the kind of life that he's trying to teach the people to live. He's not interested in in in, in ritual and sacrifice. Uh, regarding such issues, he is Loinakhaim, he does not change his mind. Regarding the 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 uh, people and the mistakes that people make, and you know uh, the things that are that, that that are reflected in our actions and our activities, that can ca- cause God to say, "Well, this person is not doing appropriate. That person is. This person is fulfilling this mission. This person does not. We have choice, and can therefore cause." God to need to find different messengers, different people to accomplish His needs, to accomplish what He's trying to do regarding such issues. But regarding the principles, the ideas, those things, God is not going to change. He doesn't change. Those are basic. Those are foundational. By Yomer, and again, Sha'ul says, <laughs> I have sinned. I have Israel. Honor me before the people of my nation and before the people of Israel. Again, here Shaul is now revealing himself that that humility that we've seen before was because Shaul desired to be looked upon with honor. He, he was humble, but, to, but not genuinely humble. He asked Sha'ol, Shmuel, don't embarrass me in front of everyone else. He's concerned about his own honor, not God's honor. Veshuv me, come back with me and return vishdachavisi, and then I, and I will bow and here is the key thing, La to the Lord your God. He still doesn't get it. He still thinks that Shmuel has the power, because he's the prophet of this God, right? That Shmuel has the power to to achieve that forgiveness where he's still not getting the message that the only one who can give such forgiveness is God Himself, not Shmuel, not any human being. However, Shmuel did heed this because as of now, at this point, Sha'ol is still the king. So Shmuel, until he finds the proper counterpart, does not want to leave the people leaderless and presumably for the people's sake, he does go back with Sha'ol. He does act, at least in front of the people, as if Sha'ol is the king still, because he is, right? Um and give him the honor of accompanying him back in front of the people. And then Sha'ol bowed to God because um, uh, 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 in front of the people. And Shmuel said, Bring to me Agag, the king of Amalek. Um, rather than... So, uh, it's hard to know exactly what the people had in mind to do with Agag to do with the king but one would imagine that they were going to do some sort of a vengeful sort of 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 ceremony in which they would abuse him um, and Maadanot, and so Agag uh, came to him with with kingly steps Maadan is uh, like uh, walking in a royal manner, by Sar Mar and Agag said, "I see now that the bitterness of death has come upon me." Right. Um, so Agag is just declaring, "I'm going to meet my death with um, with honor in a royal manner." By Yomer Shmuel, and Shmuel said, and this is very important. It is not because we are more powerful than you and stronger than you and we wanted your things and your goods and your wonderful uh, treasures that you have stashed away that we killed you and that we destroyed your people and that we're going to execute you now but rather just like your sword caused women to be childless, in other words you killed innocent people you were a marauding band of bandits that would kill people just for selfishness and for plunder and you destroyed people's lives and you destroyed their families so too your mother will lose you, will lose her children when I kill you, this is your just end because you are a terrible, sinful, awful evil tyrant And therefore, I'm going to kill you now. And Shmuel then sliced and hacked him uh, before God in Gilgal. And this is Shmuel laying it down. The purpose and reason for this battle was not for us to show that we're stronger than you and therefore we can take your stuff. The purpose was to destroy you because you embody evil and a way of life that cannot be tolerated in god's world Shmuel went back to ramah which we know is where Shmuel grew up and where he he lived and allah el sha'ol and sha'ol went to his home which was in giv'at sha'ol and giv'ah which used to be just called giv'at Benjamin, the high place of benjamin now that the king is there and sha'ol is living there it's now being called giv'at sha'ol the giv'ah of of Saul, the so, lawyer Shmuel wrote that Sha'ol Ad no longer would come to see Sha'ol until the day of his death. So Shmuel never saw Sha'ol never visited him, never paid uh, any respects to him as king anymore. Kihit Abel Shmuel al because Shmuel was mourning over Saul. This seems like, even though Shmuel did give him that little bit of honor to appear with him in front of the people in Gilgal and understood that. As long as he doesn't have a replacement, Shaol is still the king. Shmuel couldn't bring himself to go because of the pain that it would cause him, because he was in mourning over him. and God had changed his mind, God had had, had regretted um at Shaul Al Israel that he had made Shaol the king over Israel. Um, if you are this is the end of this chapter, uh, I just want to remind uh, those, uh, some of you may not know, if you had listened to 15A and B before, uh, there were some technical difficulties, so the uh, volume was extremely low. Um, and if you just listen to 15C now, um, you might want to go back and listen to 15A and B again, uh, because I redid them um, in hopefully a much better way uh, with at least much better technical um Uh, Volume so you can listen and hear it much clearer. So uh, you might want to go back and listen to 15a and b again. Uh, This is 15c now. Thank you for studying this chapter 15, this very monumental and important chapter in Tanakh, and looking forward to studying chapter 16, and of course the rest of the book of Shemuel, and of course the rest of Tanakh together with you.